What's up, everyone? I'm Joe Pompliano, and this is The Joe Pomp Show. It's Masters Week, which means 90 of the world's best golfers will travel to Augusta, Georgia this week to compete for a chance to capture the iconic green jacket and a place in Masters history. But here's the part you didn't know. Augusta National and the Masters reportedly leave more than $200 million on the table. So for today's episode, I break down the financial details and attempt to explain why tournament organizers don't fully maximize profit. I hope you enjoy this episode. This episode is brought to you by Whoop. Whoop is a 24-7 personalized fitness wearable that's here to help you improve your recovery, sleep, fitness, and health. It's the one tech product that I wear 24-7. Here's how it works. Each day when you get up, Whoop gives you a recovery score based on your sleep, resting heart rate, respiratory rate, and heart rate variability. Your score lets you know how to approach your day, whether you should push yourself during your workout or activity, or if you should skip the gym and take a rest day. You wear your Whoop on your wrist, bicep, or now within one of their new smart clothing garments called Whoop Body. The band connects with an app on your phone, and it automatically measures your heart rate, calories, and activity levels throughout the day. The band also automatically detects and classifies your workouts, so there's never an issue in forgetting to press go on a run anymore. You can then analyze your activity levels in the app. There's also a ton of coaching features within it like Strain Coach, which gives you target workout exertion goals tailored to your body's recovery level for that day. Those goals change over the course of the day, depending on how active you've been. That coaching is where Whoop really shines. Whether you're interested in how CBD or alcohol impacts your sleep and recovery, or you're just wondering how long of a run you should go on, Whoop is there to provide you with personalized data to make sure you're aware of the impact these decisions have on your body. And Whoop is now offering 15% off their new Whoop 4.0 right now with the code Joe at checkout. Go to Whoop, W-H-O-O-P.com and enter Joe, J-O-E, at checkout to save 15%. Sleep better, recover faster, train smarter, and now feel healthier with Whoop. All right, let's get into this episode. Joe Pompliano runs Pomp Investments. All views of Joe Pompliano and his guests are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Pomp Investments. You should not treat any opinion by Joe or his guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his personal opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. What's up, everyone? 90 of the world's best golfers will travel to Augusta, Georgia this week to compete in the 86th annual Masters Golf Tournament. It's the smallest field for a major championship in golf. In over four days and 72 holes, the world's best players will compete for a chance to capture the iconic green jacket and a place in Masters history. There are still plenty of questions to be answered. Will Tiger Woods play his first professional tournament just 14 months after a near-death car accident? Can Hideki Matsuyama deal with the pressure and defend his 2021 championship? Will another rookie like Will Zalatoris show up and shock the world by being in contention on Sunday? Brooks Kepka is healthy. Can he contend? How about Dustin Johnson? I don't have the answer to these questions. I don't think anyone really does. So rather than spend their time speculating on the unknown, we're going to do something a little bit different today. I'm going to break down some of the most fascinating financial details of the tournament, from the iconic $1.50 pimento cheese sandwiches to the $200 million in revenue that Augusta National is leaving behind. Let's get right to it. Augusta National is one of the most secretive organizations in sports, so it's no surprise that the revenue and profitability generated by the annual Masters Tournament are relatively unknown. I mean, we have a few clues, but unlike most private clubs, which operate as nonprofits, Augusta National is a for-profit corporation and it does not disclose its income, holdings, membership list, or ticket sales. The most recent publicly available figure comes from Golf Digest in 2015, which reported the Masters Tournament took home $115 million in revenue that year. About $47.5 million of that came from merchandise, or 41%. Another $35 million came from tickets, about 30%.
TV rights brought in 25 million, that's 22%, and concessions were about 8 million, or 7%. There are expenses, of course. The merchandise sells as a 65% markup. They pay out roughly $10 million in prize money. They have to pay taxes and security, staff, maintenance, year-round operation, player hospitality, and food and beverage all cost money too. Still, the tournament brings in about $30 million in profit. That's 25% profit margins. But here's the interesting part. Revenue has increased fivefold over the last two decades, from $22 million in 1997 to $115 million in 2015, which means we can somewhat accurately estimate a 10% compounded annual growth rate. And if you extrapolate that 10% compounded annual growth rate to 2022, this year's tournament could bring in nearly $200 million in revenue. And with the same 25% profit margins, that's about $50 million in profit. Now that sounds wild, but is it? The Masters sells $50 million in merchandise each week. That's $850,000 per hour. They sell nearly 200,000 tickets to practice in tournament rounds, totaling about $35 million in revenue. And despite keeping concession prices historically low, a breakfast sandwich and a large coffee will only run you about $3. The tournament brings in more than $8 million in food and beverage sales each year also. But still, the Masters is leaving a lot of money on the table. Take the U.S. Open, for example. It's one of golf's four major championships, along with the Masters, the Open Championship, and the PGA Championship. They currently generate about $165 million in annual revenue and account for roughly 75% of the USGA's total revenue each year. But $93 million of that $165 million in revenue, or 56%, comes solely from their TV deal with NBC, which spans a decade long and guarantees them about a billion dollars in total. The Masters, on the other hand, make $0 in profit from domestic TV rights. Here's how Golf Digest explains the mystery deal. Nowhere is Augusta National showing more restraint than with its domestic TV rights. This is the 60th consecutive year CBS has broadcast the Masters on a one-year contract, an agreement that began in 1956. ESPN has had the weekday cable rights since 2008 on the same basis. The way the Masters TV deal is constructed is shrouded in mystery, says a source in the broadcasting business. The deal changed a little bit when Billy came in as chairman, bringing in a small rights fee, but neither CBS nor Augusta National make money on the deal. Another source, also in the broadcasting business, explains it this way. After the Masters, CBS sends an invoice to Augusta National, and they check it out and get the money from their corporate partners to cover production costs, says the source. That means that IBM, AT&T, and Mercedes-Benz pay about $6 million to $8 million each year in exchange for four minutes of advertising time per hour, about one-third of the commercial interruptions of other sporting events. Rolex and UPS are the corporate partners for the international broadcast. If they ever opened up the domestic TV bidding, it would absolutely be worth more than the U.S. Open, but that's never going to happen said the source, referring to the $93 million a year, 12-year deal that the USGA signed with Fox Sports in 2013. There was talk back when the Masters went without sponsors during the Martha Burke controversy, 2003 to 2004, that it might go to pay-per-view, the source said. If they did that, they could get $100 for the weekend and get 2 million to 3 million buys. Do the math on that. But they're never going to leave CBS. This isn't an apples-to-apples comparison, of course. The Masters and the US Open are two completely different tournaments during two completely different times of the year. Still, the Masters is roughly two to three times more popular based on TV viewership alone and would certainly command a multiple of the $93 million that the U.S. Open receives annually. For example, the U.S. Open had 5.6 million viewers for the final round of 2021. The Masters, on the other hand, had 9.5 million. And if Tiger Woods is in contention on Sunday, that number will certainly be over 10 million. So the question becomes, is leaving $200 million on the table worth it for Augusta? It's complicated, but the answer is yes. That is the price they are willing to pay to maintain complete control over the tournament. As Golf Digest put it, the Masters makes a lot of money, leaves perhaps even more on the table, 
spends a lot of money to make its tournament better, and gives away a lot to help grow the game. I think that's a fair way to look at it. I hope everyone has a great day, and we'll talk tomorrow. All right, everyone, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, I appreciate you listening to The Joe Pomp Show. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Spotify so that you don't miss any episodes going forward. And if you are looking for additional content, check out my daily newsletter at readhuddleup.com or follow me on Twitter at Joe Pompliano. I hope you have a great day and I'll see you next time.